Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Holly Taylor here and a lot of people saying, oh, that sounds like a sweet situation. Yes, I get it. <laughs> As we're talking about a lady who thought she had uh, hornets in her garage, turned out to be honeybees. And yeah, she got honey out of the deal. Producer Mike, would you freak out or would you be like, I don't know. You just seem like a calm, cool, collected person. Yeah, I think I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Um, Honeybees, I mean, they're not aggressive, right? Exactly. It's wasps that I don't like. Yes, they freak me out. Yeah, and it triggers that, that I don't know, fear when you see something flying. Yes. Sort of zigzagging horizontally <laughs> in front of your eyes. Yeah, you sort of jump away. It's true, fight or flight. Yeah, honeybees don't do that. So yeah. uh, I think I'd probably be okay with it. Would still want them out of my garage, though. Are you sure? sure? Yeah. Because I feel like you'd be the type of person that's like, actually, I'm going to become an amateur beekeeper. Maybe so, but I want them out of my garage still. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're, you're sitting there and you leave the sunroof open in your car and all of a sudden there's oh, yeah. your seat's sticky because it's been dripping off the ceiling. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's one tasty garage. <laughs> oh, goodness. Not ideal, I don't think, for anybody involved. No. But we're talking about some of those bad situations that did turn out to be a blessing. And so I'm curious as to whether or not you've had a situation like that. A few of you actually saying the pandemic. Carol said um, the pandemic felt like a horrible situation. However, in hindsight, it was a blessing to spend more time with my family and I got the rest I needed. I was feeling very burnt out coming into 2020. So I love that, Carol. Finding the silver lining in what was a very challenging season for a lot of people. So there we go. Sometimes those bad situations can actually be not so bad after all. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking shrinkflation today. And what are some of the products that you have noted? Maybe the same price, but smaller. So, what have you seen? And actually, I already got a message here. Uh, This is from, looks like Debbie. And she said that they tend to get Gatorade for their kids doing sports. Same size bottle, she says, but we noticed the inside, the indent, is higher up. Oh, that is sneaky. Thank you for that text message. If you've seen something too, you can always text in 905-338-1250 as it is apparently a thing. Uh, Some people have noted that, yes, Holly, the cereal seems to be lighter now. So maybe they are putting less of the cereal pieces inside the bag, inside the box, and the box is the same size. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. Um, Let's see, what else? Uh, Yeah, couple text messages just saying things are looking smaller. Yeah, that's true. Oh, goodness. Got a picture text message because, yes, you can do that, too. 905-338-1250. And uh, someone has sent a picture of it's either toilet paper or it's paper towel, but they are definitely smaller in size per square. It's actually more rectangular. <gasps> has our toilet paper become rectangles and not squares? <laughs> I don't know. But Susan, thank you for your text message and thank you for sending a picture. And I'm going to keep an eye out on this. Hmm. Square or rectangle toilet paper. Now I'm perplexed. 
Thank you so much for joining me here on Good Company, whether it be through uh, the internet, streaming live at joyradio.ca, using your smartphone and downloading the My Joy Radio app. It's good for Google and Apple devices. Plus, if you've got a smart speaker, you can just ask it to play Joy Radio on TuneIn. Though this is a pretty fantastic story. It is of Maya, and she did something pretty incredible. Um, on Friday, me and Care Baldwin, our Good Company correspondent, had a conversation about swimming. And so we know that I'm not a real big fan of swimming. Not my forte. Uh, but for Maya, she loves swimming and long distance swimming. She says she finds it very relaxing. And so she decided to swim around, not a pool. Nope. Not even like a, a tiny lake. The island of Manhattan. Yeah. You know, no big thing. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just going to go for a swim. Now, of course, she trained. Uh, she had support. Um, people were with her on a canoe, making sure that she, or not a canoe, sorry, a kayak, making sure. Can you imagine a canoe? Anyway, uh, a kayak, making sure that she was good and safe. And here, here's the kicker. Maya's 15 years old. 15, one five. Anyway, she just thought it'd be a fun thing to do back on July 15th. Took her eight hours, 43 minutes. And uh, she's actually only the third person in her age to complete this. It's called the 20 Bridges Swim. And it is named for the bridges that the swimmer passes under during their journey. So uh, huge congratulations going out to her for being able to have the the stamina to complete that. And here's the thing. She also broke a record. So there you go. She didn't know it. She just was swimming for fun. But she also broke a record in the meantime. Man, can you imagine? Oh, I just accidentally broke a record. <laughs> I anticipate big things for this young lady. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about ways that our communities have gotten together to be good neighbors. And I actually got a text message here. This is from Linda. She said that uh, she got this random letter in the mail. She thought it was a little sketchy. Turned out four neighbors down had never met them. Both lived in the area for 10 years. Never met. And they were doing this random barbecue. So um, that's kind of a fun idea. And I can, can you imagine you open your mailbox and you're like, what exactly is this? This seems a little sketchy, um, but turns out to be a way of just one neighbor reaching out to the next and doing a front yard barbecue. I, I do love that idea. Producer Mike, have you been a part of anything that has been community orientated and just trying to like... Let's get the community together. Yeah, I used to volunteer with a youth group here in Oakville, and uh, we set up these community gardens outside a church that we oh. we worked out of. Okay. Um, that was really cool. Uh, just people in the neighborhood could come by and get free um, tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, zucchinis. We grew, like, really <laughs> big zucchinis one year. Really? Yeah, if you don't uh, keep on top of those, they'll just keep growing. I didn't know that. Yeah, you <laughs> get massive zucchinis. <laughs> It's wow. impractical. There you um, go. It's impractical. <laughs> <laughs> How many things can you make with zucchini? Could have been a new community challenge. Lots of bread. Zucchini bread is really good. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of chocolate chips in there. Yeah. But that was something that the community got a lot of use out of and, and helped out the neighborhood. So yeah. um, feel good about it. And it's still there, still kicking. Nice. Uh, the church has taken it over. The group uh, no longer operating, but uh, the church is still keeping it going. It's a little free library there as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you yeah. can sit in a garden with fruits and veggies and 
read, read a, a good book, book on a little Muskoka chair. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, we set it up nice. Yeah, I yeah. love that idea. Creating community spaces so that people can get together to be good neighbors. Keep those text messages coming. Those ideas are wonderful, from the community barbecues to randomly going up to someone's house and introducing yourself. That was a message from Mark. Mark, you're brave. I don't think I would do that. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here today on Good Company, whether it be streaming at joyradio.ca through the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices, or of course, through the radio, AM dial 1250. It is always wonderful hanging out with you. Now, I love this story. I am originally from Edmonton, as a lot of you know, and there is a national park called Elk Island National Park. And so this park specifically has a lot of elk, obviously, hence the name, uh, and buffalo. So they've started to reintroduce buffalo onto indigenous lands. And so recently they did that again, and they were able to release 24 bison onto some indigenous lands. And so they had an incredible ceremony. This is a part of an initiative that they are actively doing and have been doing for a couple of years, which is incredible. They expect this bison population to double by the end of the year. So from 25 to 50 bison, and it's going to help these communities get uh, more in touch with their roots and getting back to some of the ways they used to do things uh, when it comes to hunting and providing for their families. And it actually fulfills some of the different points when it comes to truth and reconciliation and what uh, the country on a national level has been trying to do. But how fun is that? And seeing the images of them just releasing bison onto indigenous lands and seeing the emotions on the people's face was really, really moving. And so this is a huge initiative in Alberta. And it'll be cool to see what's happening across our country because maybe this will be something that we can do here in different kinds of ways. So there you go. The Buffalo Roman once again in Alberta. Uh, what kind of things will we see here in Ontario? Who knows? But it's nice to see these things starting to happen more frequently.